Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. We have a massive weekend ahead of us in football, particularly in the Premier League. As things start to shake out for top four positions and the relegation battle, we're going to get into it all. Oh, it is so nice to now have this sort of fleeting memory of the World Cup qualifiers because uh, no more international breaks. We're going to run through through the end of the season. Really exciting stuff all happening. We're going to cover it all right here on World Soccer Radio. By the way, Sunday is a massive day. If you had plans for Sunday, you probably just want to think about cancelling them. I'm going to tell you why when we come back. Look, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and come to you every Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America for all you very, 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 very early birds. Uh, love to hear from you because, uh, quite honestly, that's what makes this show work so well. I'd like to welcome in all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. As a veteran myself, uh, I can say what a pleasure it is uh, to be on the American Forces Network. I know when you're away from home and uh, in a uh, unfamiliar environment, it's always nice to uh, fall back on something that is uh, familiar, comfy, and fun. And of course, the world of football provides uh, all of that. The transfer market also starting to get hot and heavy. Uh, we'll talk about that as teams sort of jockey and juxtapose for position and uh, try to chase the big signings. I suppose the uh, big names, obviously, Messi, Mbappe, uh, Aguero, uh, Haaland. These are the guys that I suppose we're all really looking at. There are some other really interesting players on the move as well. Uh, will Aguero stay in the Premier League? That is a big question. I believe he will. And I certainly think Abramovich at Chelsea is willing to open up the old pocketbook. But look, let's get into it when we come back on the other side of the break. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber, and I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. If you're listening on one of our digital platforms, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. Or you're listening to our podcast on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Welcome to the show. Great to have you with me. We've got a lot to get to today because, uh, of course, we have a full slate of Premier League matches on the table this weekend and Monday as well, by the way. And that is fantastic. However... Not just the only sports. There's Masters Golf, there's horse racing, there's Major League Baseball. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Of course, the NBA as well. If you enjoy placing a small wager on some of these sporting events, and I thoroughly and fully encourage you to do that if you're an adult, of course, of legal age, and in control of yourself, and not going to make a fool of yourself, if you enjoy 
kicking up your sports fandom just that little extra notch, there's no place better to go than our sponsor, betonline.ag. And not only that, guess what? The Masters is here, and they have you covered for the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, plus absolutely scot-free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. And I will be giving you odds throughout this show, uh, money lines generally, courtesy of our good friends at Bet Online. And we do have a lot of very exciting Premier League matches coming up this weekend. And I will go through every one of them. And I would like to point out that Sunday is the day that will live in infamy, I suppose, if you want to use a wonderful FDR quote. Um, West Ham Leicester, Spurs Man United, and I suppose really, as funny as it sounds, the acid test for Arsenal Football Club going to play the league's worst team in Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. My goodness, if they lose that, they are absolutely shameful, and I don't think Arteta survives. And then Monday, we got a couple of interesting matches in uh, Everton going to the Amex at Brighton. You know, as bad as Brighton have been this season, they do present a banana skin, uh, certainly a banana skin. Of the quote-unquote sort of big clubs, top clubs, uh, obviously we talked about United Spurs, Leicester, West Ham. Let's add in City hosting Leeds. I fully expect that to be a City win. Liverpool hosting Villa at what used to be Fortress Anfield, now Civ Anfield, because they are shipping so many goals there. And Chelsea head over to Selhurst Box. We're going to get to all of these matches as the show progresses. And it is really critical to understand that... This relegation battle right now is wide open. And despite all the big names that we might talk about, you know, despite, you know, we talk about the Liverpools and the Uniteds and the this and the that, the really big games right now involve teams like Newcastle United, okay? Because... I am still not convinced, and I know Fulham have had you know a really bad run of the last three matches, three losses in a row, uh, City, Leeds, and Villa. But Newcastle have been terrible. They've had four draws and a loss. And their next match on Sunday away at Burnley is absolutely huge from them, and I, ju I just don't think they're going to win it. So it's the top and the bottom that's so interesting. Not so much the top top, because look, we all know who's won, who's won the league. And by the way, we need to talk about the Champions League. Wow, PSG. Ooh, what, a sh what a surprise result. How well did they play, by the way? Is this the uh, comeback for Pochettino? Is this Pochettino's revenge? We'll have to wait and see. We should, I suppose we should talk Champions League football. Liverpool just, quite frankly, uh, stunk the joint, joint up against Real Madrid. They did get the away goal, which was hugely important. However, they need to score a minimum of two goals uh, at Anfield and stop 
Madrid from scoring a goal right now. I don't see this team capable of doing this. Look, defensively, this team is an absolute shambles. And if you remember, I spent much of the last show talking about what was wrong with Liverpool. Uh, and uh, once you figured out, it was, you know, a lot. <laughs> you know, it was that mental thing. And that's what's so frustrating for me because that's really where a manager owns own, owns and earns his or her mettle, is getting that team emotionally and mentally prepared. And that's where I've seen a huge failure in Jurgen Klopp. And he has gone down a notch in my esteem because of that. Well, before we get into any of that, I promise you I talk about some of the gossip out there. Uh, the interesting one, really, that I am watching very clo closely is um, Mbappe, Kylian Mbappe, who, as you know, is at PSG right now. Uh, Madrid are desperate to sign him, and he is desperate to go to Real Madrid, if you believe, uh, you know, the Spanish press. <clears throat> Madrid are prepared to trade, um, to do a deal, including uh, uh, Vinicius Jr. in a deal who's a terrific player, only 20 years old, by the way, uh, in a deal to sign Mbappe, we're going to have to see what happens. But I am really wondering where he's going to go, and so much is going to depend on what happens at Paris Saint-Germain, I think, over the course of this Champions League. Look, if PSG don't win the Champions League, I kind of said this last year, actually, if PSG don't win the Champions League... I, I, I am almost expecting at any moment for this team to get to start becoming dismantled. And the reason that I say that is if you remember, PSG were kind of put together as sort of a, a European super team when they were bought by Nasser El Khalifi. Who also happens to be the chairman of Beaten Sport, who also happens to be Qatari, and of course tied in with, you know, the royal family. And absolutely critical and key to Qatar getting the World Cup because it was that meeting that he had with Sarkozy. that really created through Qatar Sports Investment that was when they bought PSG. It's interesting because part of this quid pro quo for Qatar to get the World Cup was that Qatari Sports Investment would buy PSG, plow all sorts of money into them, pick up all these sort of uh, rights for Ligue 1 at BN Sport, provide them a rights fee. It was essentially a quid pro quo, a big backhanded bribe situation, okay? And that is why PSG were purchased, and that is why they plowed so much money into what is a second-rate European league, any way you want to look at it, okay, to create this sort of super uber team. Well, Qatar has the World Cup, 
And when you're an Uber team in a crappy league, your goal is to win the Champions League. And if they don't win it this year, since Qatar already has the World Cup, I wouldn't be shocked if they sell their stake and they dismantle PSG. That's my prediction. Whether I'm wrong or not, I don't know. Only time will tell. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nicky, but when we come back, let's get into the Premier League matches this weekend. Let's start with Man City leads uh, and then move right along through the Monday matches so that you've got all the info you make you, you need to watch the games, enjoy them, and have a little wager at betonline.ag. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio. A little gang of four, thought I'd let it play out a little bit for you. I do enjoy the music on the show, all my own personal selections, I might add. But if you have something that you would like to hear in one of the intros to the segments, let me know. Send me a text message. Uh, oh, text message. A twi- Twitter. Tweet me. Oh, I'm so old. Tweet me, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Or send me a message on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio would love to hear you. This segment of the show is brought to you by Kynon. Uh, it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Kynon. Kynon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics, and that makes their lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger. And those frames, the Italian handcrafted frames, that are just impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KYNONCAST15, K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5, KYNONCAST15 at KYNON.com and receive 15% off your first order. That's KYNONCAST15, KYNON, clearly better. Um, I said we get to the Premier League and we're going to do that, so do not worry. Premier League is a coming, uh, but before we get there, I think we should talk. <coughs> excuse me about betting, because I do enjoy a little bet every now and then, and um, I think it's important uh, that you know that the odds that I'll be giving you during this show are from our title sponsor, BetOnline.ag. So why don't we get to it, shall we? Let's start. Manchester City leads United. Uh, that is the first match, of course. Today, we did have Fulham-Wolves. Now, Fulham almost got the result they wanted here. Well, three points would have been the result they wanted. They did not get that. But they almost had a point out of it, which would have been absolutely huge. Because that point would have taken them within two points of Newcastle United. But uh, they did drop all three points. And finally, finally, something went right for Nuno Espirito Santos, who... Quite frankly, look, he, he's, he's a good manager, and he has a, a, a pretty good team. I like the way they play. I think the, the players like him. I, th- I think, you know, the front office likes him. Ownership likes him. They've had a really tough season. 
that season has been made bad because of their 13 losses on the season, which if you look where they are on the table, it's a big number, okay? What has saved them to a degree are the fact that they've had, you know, eight draws. And so they've managed to maximize the three-point situation. They've had a really bad run of run of matches recently, but finally today getting the three points. And they, what happens now is on Saturday, the 17th of April, that's the next match. So they basically have 10 days off, and their next match will be against Sheffield United. So that looks good for Wolves to end up mid-table. They're not in danger of relegation, so it's not really that much of an issue for them. But uh, Newcastle United... That's a different story, and we're gonna. I really want to focus in on Newcastle, but for Fulham Wolves today was <clears throat> big result for um, for Wolverhampton Wanderers one nil. Uh, Manchester City leads. Well, if you remember last October at Ellen Road, Man City uh, got a really really good game from Leeds United, <clears throat> and um, I want to say that it was. Probably one of the more fun and exciting matches of the season. It was 1-1. It was at Ellen Road. And remember, this is the team, Leeds United, that started their first match of the season losing a seven-goal extravaganza with Liverpool, 4-3. And if we were ever concerned about how obvious Liverpool's defensive frailties were, you know, early on, I, I think that's a great example, of course, Let's not forget that unbelievable, unbelievable match, that 7-0 seven, uh, seven drubbing, 7-2 seven loss uh, to Aston Villa. So um, this is a really uh, important game for Leeds United uh, because I think they would like to establish themselves as a top-tier, top-ten team. And I think anytime you're going to play a team like Manchester City, it is the acid test of just how good you are now Leeds are unbeaten in the last three matches they beat Sheffield 2-1 they beat Fulham 2-1 and they drew Chelsea which is an interesting result they did lose two though to Aston Villa and West Ham United I don't see Leeds United winning this match I see Manchester City winning this match and I think it will be a reasonably robust scoreline and the reason that I say that is because um, both, you know, <clears throat> Leeds United only know one game, and that is, you know, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. That is very much a Leeds United tactic, and that is very much what you're going to get from this team. Now, if you think Leeds could <clears throat> edge it and squeak a win out, then you're going to get plus 770, which is odds beyond even the, the, all ideas of juicy. However, I think the chances of that happening are slim, slim and none. I think the bookmakers would agree with me. Uh, BetOnline.ag has Manchester City as the uh, really almost prohibitive home favourites at minus 345. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to give you a scoreline on this one. I'm going to say hmm, 3-0. How's that? Next up, Liverpool, Aston Villa. And remember, this is revenge now because Villa really... I want to say, started the troubles for Liverpool. I mean, really, Everton did with the injury to Van Dijk at the Merseyside derby, but there was just something about that loss back on the 4th of October 
that signaled very loudly Liverpool can be had. Now, they did go on an unbeaten streak for the next 13 matches. But this one, the return fixture now at Anfield. Um, and what's interesting is how much the team has changed. Now, the one thing that I said about that 7-2 loss that Liverpool suffered at, at Villa Park was that, you know, they, they let in seven goals with Virgil van Dijk and Joe Gomez as the central back pairing. So something was up that day. Who knows? And they said they did go on to have, you know, Stella the run of 13 games. But it, it, it was... Um, it's, uh, you know, an anomaly, I think is the way to put it. Uh, although I think it did signify that the team mentally was able to sort of give up. And, and I spoke about this on Wednesday when I talked about the mental game and how strong you have to be. And, and this sort of notion that once you've won it, you know, there's that kind of mental letdown where you're not, your game isn't that sharp. It was so in, on display on the 4th of October 2020 against Aston Villa. It was there for everybody to see. Now, um, there's no way Liverpool can catch City. Statistically, that that ship has sailed. Wasn't going to happen anyway. But um, but they need to get a home win. And I think a home win against a team that beat them seven two at their house is just what the doctor ordered. Now for Aston Villa. On the other hand, you know, they've had a couple of really bizarre results this season. Um, and a fair number of wins at 13, when you think about it. I'm not sure that they are up for this one. Remember, Villa have also beat Leicester at the King Power. They've beat Arsenal. They've beat Wolves. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they've beaten Arsenal again. They did the double over Arsenal. Um, so this team is capable of rising to the occasion, but I think on this one, no, I don't think so at all. I'm going to give a scoreline of 2-0 for this one. Let's take a look at the odds, courtesy of betonline.ag. Let's see where we are on the Liverpool Villa game. Interesting on this one, minus 200. Sure, Liverpool are favorites, but to, if I were to tell you Liverpool would be playing a mid-table or lower team, and they would, you would only be getting uh, a minus 200 price for Liverpool to win. If I told you that last season, you'd have been all over it. I'm telling it to you this season, you need to be all over that because they're going to win this one. And I'm predicting a robust scoreline on this one. I'm saying 2 or 3-0 for Liverpool. Uh, next up, Crystal Palace, Chelsea. And, and and so weird on this Chelsea. So let's see how we're doing on time. Make sure we've got enough time here. Uh, actually, yeah, we're a little tight on time. Crystal Palace, Chelsea is up next. So let's just set the table for this one, shall we? Because if you remember last week, Chelsea, who were looking to solidify their top four credentials, move up and squeeze the gap between them and Leicester City, Lost against the worst, second worst team in the league. Gave up five goals at Stamford Bridge. This coming off a draw, nil-nil against uh, Leeds United. 
of course, they 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 did beat Liverpool one nil away, and they uh, beat Everton, so they did the double over the Merseyside teams. But two in a row, and nil nil with Leeds, and then that shocker loss to West Brom. Um, right when you sort of need to. Okay, I do have to go to break now, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to step aside, take a break, and let's come back and finish off all the Premier League matches right here, World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Gieber. Um, weird stuff this weekend. You know, I'm looking forward to all the Premier League games, but as we kind of go from winter to spring to summer, something about Las Vegas, you know, where we're going to get to be 117 degrees and like an oven in here in just a couple of months. But right now, absolutely beautiful, and I'm going to hopefully take advantage this weekend and get a little bit of fresh air, which is... Uh, just what the doctor ordered. Uh, okay, let's talk football, shall we? Crystal Palace, Chelsea at Selhurst Park. Uh, Chelsea, uh, I mentioned that they got beat badly against West Brom last weekend. Um, but again, midweek against Porto in the Champions League, Chelsea looked really good. And if you look on the flip side, you look at Crystal Palace, they came off against a draw against Everton, and I thought they looked really good. The question is, at you know, at Selhurst Park, away from home, are Crystal Palace going to be able to give enough threat threat to Chelsea to push them off their game? And you know, they're not because for me, Crystal Palace are not dynamic enough of a team, and I put that down to the manager. I have nothing against Ray Hodgson; he's a, he's a sweet guy, he's a nice old grand a granddad. Uh, but his uh, managerial days are a bit of an anachronism at this point. Uh, I'll, I'll go with uh, the uh, Tuchel club at Chelsea. I'm going to say Chelsea going to win away 3-1. That's my prediction on that game. 3-1 Chelsea Football Club. Let's take a look at the odds, courtesy of betonline.ag. Uh, Chelsea are the favorites at minus 192. By the way, you're going to get almost the same odds of Chelsea to beat Crystal Palace away as you're going to get for Liverpool to beat Aston Villa at home. That is how far the mighty have fallen. Okay, next up, Burnley, Newcastle. And look, I cannot pick Newcastle to win any more games this season the way I see them play and with that idiot Steve Bruce at the helm. I mean, that is a... a 12th position in the Premier League squad being made to look like a relegation squad and in fact a team that is sniffing the bottom end of relegation don't like them and they need this win but Burnley you know Burnley are it's another one of these teams. They, they don't inspire inspire you, okay? You know, you know, like watch Burnley go, oh, that's fantastic. But, you know, they do put on some good results. I mean, 2-1 away at Everton. A 1-1 holding Arsenal to a draw. Holding Leicester City to a draw at home. Yeah, they gave up four goals at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against Spurs. 
And uh, the, scoring two against Southampton in a 3-2 defeat, look, I'm sorry. Any way you look at this one, at home, Burnley are going to score on lackluster Newcastle. I'm going to go with a Burnley win here, and I'm going to say, hmm, do Newcastle even score? Yes, they're going to score. I'm going to say a score loss for Newcastle. I'm going to say 2-1 for Burnley at home. Now, how do the odds makers feel about, feel about that? Well, they do agree with me. They are plus 131, plus money on both of these, by the way. Newcastle plus 225. If there's an alternate bet for you, maybe maybe it's the draw, plus 215. Otherwise, I like Burnley at plus 131. And plus 225 is not enough money for me on Newcastle United to possibly bet a single red cent on them winning a game. West Ham-Leicester, probably one of the two matches of the weekend. And by the way, what I love about Sunday is that all four of the matches on Sunday are worthwhile watching. If you want to get up nice and early and watch Burnley-Newcastle, then you're going to move right on to this West Ham-Leicester City match, which is a mouth-watering, absolutely mouth-watering matchup between two teams um, that uh, uh, with two teams with really, really interesting managers. Obviously, Leicester City, you've got Brendan Rodgers. Um, you know, West Ham United, you have David Moyes. Moyes doing a, a, a wonderful job at West Ham, as is, by the way, uh, Brendan Rodgers at Leicester City. Uh, West Ham coming off a couple of good results, a 3-2 win away at the Molyneux against Wolves, uh, a 3-3 draw against Arsenal. Yeah, they lost to United. Yeah, they lost to City. Uh, they beat Leeds 2-0. There's so much to like about the way David Moyes has this West Ham squad playing. Uh, again, at times, the football's really good, but it's never like super edgy, dynamic, exciting. It's good, solid, quality, Moisey football. And I think United would be looking right now at West Ham United saying, I don't know if we gave this guy long enough. Not that I think they'll be looking that saying we regret having Ole Gunnar Solskjaer here because this has nothing to do with Ole. But I'm just saying, I think, you know, when you give Moisey a chance, he'll get it done for you. Brendan Rodgers, on the other hand, I, I, I love what he does with Leicester City. I love the buy-in he gets from his players. They are, as I keep telling you, a little overexposed in my mind to um, Jamie Vardy, kind of as Jamie Vardy goes, Leicester City go. This is a really tough match to predict. The pundits want you to think that Leicester City are going to win this away. I actually think this is going to be a draw. I'm going to say this is a 1-1 draw, and right now the draw plays, pays plus 225. That's right, plus 225. If you want to take uh, Leicester City, it's plus 144. If you want to take a West Ham, it's plus 191. Leicester City are the odds makers, narrow favorites to win away from home, but I do like the draw on this one. Uh, next up, Mourinho versus Solskjaer. Tottenham take on Manchester United at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to have to do a little bit of a post-mortem here on Tottenham Hotspur at the end of the season. Um, but if you want to go back, you, do you remember October the 4th? I mean, it is one of those weird days. October the 4th, 2020, the day Liverpool lose 7-2 to Aston Villa... Tottenham Hotspur beat Man United 
six, one. Between these two matches, you had 16 goals. <laughs> 16 goals in two matches. Um, you know, it, it's it's um, it's bizarre, and 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 Tottenham's fortune since then has been very very inconsistent. Their fortune has been not so good. Although right now they do find themselves in sixth place in the table, tied on points with Liverpool, better goal differential. I know Mourinho's got to be looking, saying, if I can pick up three points here, there's an opportunity for Tottenham Hotspur to have something to say about a top-four position. The same thing, by the way, that uh, Jurgen Klopp's saying about the Aston Villa match. But when I talk about inconsistent, I want to talk to you about the 2-2 draw Tottenham had at St. James's Park last week. How do you draw 2-2 against the most uninspired team in professional football? Uh, too many results from this Tottenham team are all over the place. They are too unpredictable for my liking. Again, they lose against Arsenal. They lose against West Ham United. They lose against Manchester City. They lost against Chelsea. They lost against Liverpool. When they are pushed, when they are playing teams that are better than they are, they lose. I'm not seeing anything different here. For me, this is another three points for Manchester United. They will go to 63. They will win their fourth game in a row. The odds on this one are Man United are favorites away from home, plus 144. Their favorites at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Spurs the home team plus 194. I'm not going for a draw on this one. I am saying Manchester United will win this game, and I'm saying they're going to win it 2-1. That's my prediction. All right, let's move on to Monday because we have a couple of matches on Monday that are certainly worthwhile discussing, uh, starting with a match of incredible import for West Brom because uh, with eight games left, Fulham struggling, Newcastle crap. West Brom have to be thinking, if we can string some results together, we may, we may, we may, possibly, maybe, pardon me, I'm talking about West Brom. Uh, I don't know how I got on West Brom. Uh, my mind is going crazy here. Sheffield United, Arsenal. Well, this game, this is going to be really quick. As, as, as rubbish as Arsenal are, as inconsistent as Arsenal are, as all over the place as Arsenal are. This, by the way, the last Saturday match. That's where I was confused. We'll get to the West Brom-Southampton match in a second. Arsenal going to win. So this should be easy. 2-0 Arsenal away at Bramall Lane. Uh, Sheffield United just awful. Okay, let's get back to the West Brom-Southampton game. So West Brom have to be thinking, you know, if we face off against Southampton, remember West Brom coming off that shock win against Chelsea and Southampton coming off a win against Burnley, uh, West Brom have to think if they need to get the three points here to have any hope whatsoever of getting out of the relegation zone. However, um, I don't really see it. West Brom are pretty awful for me, and Southampton haven't been great, 
but they have strung some matches together. When they play teams like Sheffield United and they play teams like Burnley, they can get results. They're going to get results against West Brom. I'm going to go with Southampton for the win here. I'm going to say 2-0. Last of all, Brighton-Everton. And yeah, Everton have been struggling a little bit of late. Last three matches, uh, they lost to Chelsea. They lost to Burnley. They drew Crystal Palace. I think they're going to get another draw today. And the reason that it might sound a little bit like I'm trying to move things along is because I only have a minute left. Um, They're coming up against the Brighton side. Had a really, really good match against Old Trafford. Didn't come out with anything. And and that was really bad for Brighton. But Brighton can play some decent football when they need to. And right now for me, Everton... um, Everton are another one of these teams where, you know, you just never know. It's their away form is, you know, is almost as good as their home form. But away, I I, I will take, even though their away form isn't great, I will take them on a draw on this one. So let's take a look at what the odds are. I'm going to say Everton plus 215. Brighton plus 133. See, Brighton, big favorites at home against Everton. But you have to take the draw. 1-1 on this one. Plus 215, the draw, courtesy of betonline.ag. And that is, when it comes to timing, pure perfection. Because we are in the last minute of this segment. So, there you have my predictions. Man City will beat Wolves. Liverpool will beat Villa. Uh, Chelsea will beat Crystal Palace. Burnley will beat Newcastle United. West Ham, Leicester will be a draw. Tottenham, Man United. Man United will do the business. Sheffield United, Arsenal. Arsenal will win. West Brom, Southampton. I'm taking uh, Southampton. And finally, Brighton, Everton. I'm taking a draw. Those are my picks for the weekend through Monday. Be right back to wrap it up here on World Soccer Radio. All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. We're on American Forces, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you miss any part of this show and you're kicking yourself, you're, oh, damn, I just tuned in late and I missed uh, most of what Nick had to say. Of course, usually he just talks pure rubbish, but I missed it anyway. Don't worry. Go to the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Subscribe to World Soccer Radio on the Podcast Network and you will get this show on your device as soon as it's finished airing, which is, you know, up to 3 a.m. on the East Coast. So you can wake up in the morning with some fresh Nick for you. When you're taking a dump, you can listen to me. You're in the shower, you're driving to work, whatever it is you're doing, I'm always happy to be with you. By the way, if you are actually, you know, taking a dump, I don't, I don't want to be there with you. Let's, let's leave it right like that. Uh, You can also get the podcast on Spotify and Stitcher and all the usual suspects. So uh, there you have it. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your predictions, your thoughts, your comments. We've had a lot of discussions and a lot of fairly controversial subjects this week. By the way, NWSL, Women's Professional Football League, about to kick off or has just kicked off. I'm going to have a uh, someone from World Soccer Talk on here to talk about it. Remember what I told you. I'm talking for the business of football right now. That is a huge high growth market. You're going to you should at least know something about. 
MLS, of course, as well. Well on its way, getting ready. We should have a big season in Major League Soccer. As you know, I'm not... I, I won't say I'm not the biggest fan. I don't really follow any of the teams. So it's not that interesting to me, to be honest. But anyway, that is nothing. That's me. You're you. You can enjoy what you want. But most importantly, be sure to tune in right here. World Soccer Radio. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, uh, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. Uh, I will speak to you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Stay safe and have a little punt. Head over to betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. I'll be, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll be back with you on Monday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.